Hello, everyone. My name is Jackie Castanon. When Pastor Kelly invited me a month ago to speak about the saints in my life, my first thoughts were of the people in my life today. There are so many of you who have reshaped and nurtured my faith in recent years. But then my thoughts turned to the past, as they often do in October. I've had a wonderful and sometimes poignant month of reflection, remembering the people who have influenced my faith in God and shared their love of Jesus. I grew up in the First United Methodist Church in Orville, California, some 80 miles northeast of Davis. And there's a little anecdote about why I'm a Methodist, and I thought I would share this with you now. Um, in the morning service, I was a little teary-eyed because we spoke after, um, after the, all of the saints' names um, were up on the screen, and I remember that last year that kind of brought tears to my eyes too. So this time I have to have a, tell you a little story. Um, when my mother joined the Methodist church, her mother asked her, Why? And my mom said to her mother, Well, you're a Methodist. And my grandmother said, well, that's because there's no Lutheran church in Lincoln. <laughs> so if there had been one, I'd have been a Lutheran. Um, the obvious first ordinary saint in my life was my mother, who passed away 15 years ago as of October the 25th. My mother taught me to say my prayers before bed at a very early age, and she took me and my brothers regularly to Sunday school. At Sunday school, Ruby Rogers taught us that, yes, Jesus loves us, through song and Bible verse. Ella Messerschmitt was another memorable teacher, and our church sponsored her, her husband, and their three children who were refugees from Indonesia when I was in fourth grade. I learned the value of open hearts, open minds, and open doors from the grateful hearts of this family. My mother signed us kids up every summer for vacation Bible school. I remember we visited the Episcopal Church and other churches in the area and learned about other denominations. My mom drove us regularly Sunday evenings to youth groups and choir practices. She taught my younger brother Sunday school classes and served as a church greeter for many, many years. She also taught me by example to serve and give back to the community. By the way, I did have a father, too. He died on October the 2nd, 1978, when I was 27. He was kind, warm-hearted, never had a negative word for anyone, and was free with his hugs. But it was my mother who served in the community, giving her time and talents to PTA boards, and she was a member and officer of a philanthropic sorority, sorority, sorry, Beta Sigma Phi. I remember spending weekend hours at many rummage sales where funds were raised to buy a new incubator for the hospital nursery. My mother drove neighbors and church friends to church, doctor's appointments, meetings, etc. in her retirement years. As a regular church attendee, she also contributed monthly to her church through an annual pledge. She was practicing her faith through her stewardship, service to others, attendance, and her prayers. She set an excellent example for me to follow. 
Then there are three other women who influenced my faith in, uh, in the past. Ethel was a Y Camp counselor who, as a young woman, became a friend and mentor to me from age 11 through high school. Uh, she became a white ragger who accepts the challenge of a life of full-time Christian service to youth. Is there anyone here who was, went to Y Camp or was a Y ragger? Aha, all right. Um, I had to do some research because it was so long ago I didn't remember you know, some of the details. But the YMCA Ragger program started in the foothills of the Santa Cruz Mountains in 1914 as an award for boys um, for their good behavior, their helpfulness, helpfulness, etc., and later was extended to girls. The Ragger program and Ethel had a profound effect on me. I wanted to be a good Christian and expected excuse me, and accepted the challenges of the blue, brown, and red rags from age 12 through 16. I'd forgotten the specifics uh, and realized that some of the same Christian values important to me today were the challenges of accepting those rags, loyalty to God, country, and one best self, service to others, Sacrifice of time, talent, and personal will. The Ragger's Creed has eight lines, including two that are important to me, especially important to me. I would be friend to all, the foe, the friendless, and I would be giving and forget the gift. Ethel followed the example set by Jesus, and I wanted that too. Another woman, Brenda, was a childhood friend we rode the school bus together. Her friendship continued through college and beyond. Her family were Church of the Nazarene, more conservative than Methodists. But her family were very joyful people, and they truly lived their faith. Her parents, uh, Brenda and one of her brothers, um, all are teachers, or were teachers. Her husband became a pastor, and she taught at Christian colleges. She and her husband take care of the environment, keeping their carbon footprint small, even living in a log cabin. They retired and work as trail angels on the Pacific Crest Trail at Belden on the Feather River. They volunteer food and shelter, trips to town to pick up supplies for travelers on their way. Another brother is a medical missionary and director of the Nazarene Hospital in Papua New Guinea. And he and his wife have served three decades as missionaries. It was a wonderful family. The third woman is my mother-in-law, um, Dionysia, who um, was in my life for 12 years. I received her unconditional love because I loved her son. She raised nine children, all to be good people. She was always welcoming uh, with a meal of sopa or beans and rice whenever we just dropped in, as her children and grandchildren often did. Then there are the current saints in my life today, my sisters in Emmaus, who I meet with in reunion groups, one here on Tuesday mornings, the other on two Saturdays a month. One can rarely find more supportive groups to share prayer concerns, learn from others' wisdom and experiences, and to share joys than among people of faith who share the love of Christ. 
The Walk to Emmaus program is a wonderful way to experience the unconditional love of Christ through others. I highly recommend this nurturing program for adults and youth, and if anyone is interested, please ask me. Um, A second spiritually powerful group of saints continuing to shape my faith is the Organization of United Methodist Women, the UMW. One purpose of the UMW is to serve women and children everywhere in education, self-sustainability for food and shelter, and health. Our Davis UMC proves that love is an action word. For example, by supporting local projects like Open Doors in Sacramento, we collected clothing and personal care items for backpacks to be given to newly rescued victims of trafficking. One look at our annual budget shows all the good works we do, from providing schooling for a young girl in India to women's empowerment in Sacramento. I have found a way to support global missions as well through UMW. The fellowship I have found in UMW is sustaining. And finally, a small group of saints led by Zora Fowler has fed my soul through knitting, prayer shawls, scarves, and hats. I've learned to look homeless people in the eye and have a conversation to provide a warm hat or a scarf or a dinner dish, a smile, along with recognition that all are children of God. Thank you. Hi, my name is Janet Horsager, and I'm a first-year PhD in Agricultural and Resource Economics at UC Davis. During the week, I teach economics, which is a dismal science, so in the last service, when I was struck by emotion, it was a little odd. (laughs) So hopefully we'll get through this one together. (laughs) Um, While reflecting on All Saints Days, I was reminded of all those who have impacted my life and encouraged me on my journey, both personally and professionally. Many people have influenced my life. Some people stay in it for multiple seasons, while others touch it for a short while but leave an impact on my heart. One of the saints in my life who has encouraged me in my faith journey is my grandmother, Jean Cadwallader. Grandma Jean is my mother's mother and lives in upstate New York. Since my family lives in Minnesota and my cousins are dispersed around the U.S., my grandparents made a conscious effort to be a part of our lives. Each summer, my grandparents would take us on grandparents' trips, which were week-long travels to a destination in the U.S. where no parents were allowed. This time was a time for my grandparents to get to know us as individuals and us to get to know them. During these trips, my grandparents would tell us stories about their lives, including their time serving in in rural Mexico as conscientious objectors. My grandfather was a Quaker and a veterinarian, so after my grandparents got married, they moved to rural Mexico to complete two years of service, serving as a veterinarian. Service, peace, and simplicity are three of the pillars of the Quaker denomination. Grandma Jean often says that that when she was in Mexico, she learned that it takes very little to be happy. Growing up, Grandma Jean taught me the importance of investing in your community, serving with time and monetary resources. When my world seems to be falling apart, my grandmother sits and listens. At the end of the conversation, I'm reminded, even in my struggles, how fortunate I've been. 
Grandma Jean has told me that during our hardest times, it's the most important time for us to serve because someone else is always going through a harder time than ourselves. In my late elementary school years, my Grandma Jean stayed with me and my brothers for a week while my parents were out of town. During that single week, we baked 120 dozen cookies, which is 1,440 individual cookies. <laughs> we made 10 tea rings, 10 loaves of bread, and multiple other goodies. With such bounty, you have to share. My grandmother would go an extra mile and not just share the goodies, but sit down, invite people in, and listen to their stories. I was once told that it's important to serve others because it is through service that we learn about others' dreams and aspirations. By serving others, we are better able to understand another's culture and values. Service is an important aspect of my grandmother's faith journey because it has encouraged her to live a life dedicated to peace and better understanding. My grandmother and I share a lot in common, our love for musicals, our love for travel, and our love for baking. As I get older, I feel fortunate to have my grandmother not only as my mentor and saint, but also as one of my best friends. The more I get to know her, the more in awe I become of her dedication to the Quaker pillars of faith. She values service above self, peace for better understanding for her family, her community, her country, and her world. My Grandma Jean reminds me of how all of the church saints have a role to serve both locally and globally. Thanks.